Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Texas Apartment Association's Education Foundation series, Hints from HR. This is a program designed to talk shop about HR topics with the people that have the HR experience. I'm Blaze Fidelari, the Business Development Manager with Gemstar Construction. I'm super honored to be part of this TAA EF production to raise awareness about careers in the apartment industry, because this is the best industry around. And on today's program, we have an amazing topic, and we're going to be discussing company culture. This topic may actually end up being like a spinoff series because of the importance of it. It's the foundation of all organizations that connect its teams, its productivity for a successful environment. For live feedback, you can interact with us by asking us questions in the chat field during the broadcast. So without further ado, let's meet our panel. Joining us today on the program, Becca Ramadi, the VP of TAAEF. We have Nicole Block, the VP of Amalgamated Management, our expert today. A young lady that's been in property management for nearly 20 years, holding on-site positions in multifamily, spending some time in commercial management as a vendor in the staffing realm before joining Olympus Property as their talent acquisition specialist. Please welcome Shelly Maxey. Hello. Shelly, there, there's so many definitions of company culture. It means so many things to so many people. But first, I believe you have a little bit of quick data some research that has been done regarding company culture that shows how much culture plays a part to having a successful team. If you can share that. I do. So I'm going to read this little statistic that I found while reading an article. According to an article called 42 Shocking Company Culture Statistics You Need to Know, which can be found on builtin.com. And the statistic is that 91% of hiring managers in the U.S. say that candidates' alignment with the company culture is equal to or more important than skills and experience, which I found fascinating because that's an astronomical number. 91% of people realize how important company culture is. Mm -hmm. You know, that is amazing too, because not everybody has a clear definition of what company culture is in general. And that's why we're here to discuss it as well to find out the importance of it. Now, Shelly, over at Olympus, uh, can you tell us a little bit about what company culture means to your organization? So company culture is is such a broad term, right? It encompasses so many things like values and leadership style, ethics, um, work environment, mission. But really, I I believe that um, company culture is, is an overall attitude and behavior of an organization. So it's the glue that keeps the company driven towards the big picture of success in conjunction with positive employee engagement and happiness. Very interesting because that is, I think, what everybody wants to be, you know, what every organization strives to be. Now, Nicole, I I just want you to weigh in real quick as well uh, of what you see company culture as a definition and what that means to you in in general. Yeah, and I I totally echo the point that it is so very important, yet so many people can't define it, whether it be defining it for themselves personally, what they're looking for, or, you know, as a a company, what they're searching for in a candidate. Uh, But I would definitely say that, you know, similar to what Shelly said, that it's it's more of a, an attitude or a feeling, but it, it, it's kind of how your associates bring your brand to life. You know, it, it, it breathes, it moves, and it's not as transactional as your traditional business, you know, your, your NOI or, you know, your revenue, your expenses. But it's truly, you know, an embodiment of the people that have their boots on the ground representing your brand. And so if you haven't defined what your brand wants to look like and feel like, 
um, then you might be missing the mark on culture. You know, so I, I definitely think it's something and, and very topical um, for us to go on and on about. Yes, I think it's super important too. You want to feel like you're part of a family and an organization that you're all working towards the same goal and you all have the same mission in mind. Now, throughout this chat, I hope that we think about our company's cultures and, and think about the company culture through the eyes of somebody new to the industry, a job seeker coming in. And let's mm -hmm. say that a person is looking for a position within your organization and they're looking up company culture. Is a statement about culture easy to find on your website? Well, I, I think it's important that it should be. You know, I mean, if you're thinking about your, your job seeker, it, they're not already engulfed in your culture, so they don't they don't know anything about it. All they're going off of is the research that they're doing um, and, and what you're conveying through your website. So it's really important that what you do convey um, is true to what your culture is all about because it's going to attract that talent. And then in turn, right, it helps you hire and retain um, employees. So I, I have seen some websites out there where uh, company culture is just like a blurb. It's it's a very small sentence or something really hard to find within like all of that text um, on a website. So I think it's important actually to have a designated place on your website to really convey through photos of leadership um, activities or volunteer work that your teams are doing or your recent holiday party or things that can create a more clear message and kind of like a visual emotional connection because you want your you want job seekers need to to feel what it is without actually being a part of your team yet. Exactly, exactly. And that and the the website is the first place they're typically somebody's going to go when they're looking for employment. They're going to go and try to find that information. And but first before that when they are looking for a job, they're looking at your job postings. Now typically when you put a job posting up, now do you ever allude to anything that defines the company culture with your organization? Absolutely. Job, so job postings, I mean, if you're thinking about like, say, for example, a leasing consultant is applying for multiple leasing consultant positions in her area, his or her area. So it can be daunting to be looking at this at leasing consultant job descriptions over and over and over. They're all very similar. You know what a leasing consultant is and what they do. So making sure that you have some of your company culture content in the, the actual job description itself kind of makes you stand out and makes you a little bit more appealing to a job seeker who is applying for multiple positions um, across the, the board. So for me, I love to put kind of like enticing and exciting quotes or what's awesome about Olympus and kind of list some of those values that we have. You really want to bring in the attention of your candidates through your job descriptions. But of course, you still want to make sure that they're professional. <laughs> so they stay professional and descriptive and clearly explain what the job description is. But I think putting some of that um, branded company culture content in job descriptions is very helpful. Well, and if I can add something too. So, you know, think about this and we're in the multifamily you know, industry and what do we do? We rent a box with four walls. And so what do we do? We're trying to sell it. We're trying to show what different 
values, you know, we're trying to build that we have that maybe the one down the street doesn't have. And so when you're looking at these traditional job postings, if you have a culture that you want to put out there and you want to advertise, then that's the perfect way to look and feel different from every other job posting that they're going to see from several other websites that they're going to see. And so, and of course, as long as it's well thought out, and I know Olympus is, right? So it's like well thought out and backed up by lots of action. But I think that to her point, is it trying to find a way to make you stand out to that candidate? is going to be key. And I don't think that many people um, either have defined their culture or really push it forward as much as they could. Very important to do that because you want to make sure that with the abundance of our industry in general, there are so many different management companies, so many different supplier partners. You know, there's so many different ways to get into this industry. Any way that you can stand out to really showcase your company culture is definitely key. But how does somebody know what culture is going to be good for them, especially somebody new to the industry? Someone who's probably just looking for a job and isn't thinking about anything else than a paycheck. Nothing else matters, right? <laughs> Nicole, we, you know, I think you've touched on this before um, when, I've, when you and I have had this conversation about, um, you know, understanding your own personal values. Right. So you want to, just as you are living your life personally outside of your work environment, you have certain values, even if you're not recognizing them as that per se, you have certain values that you live your lifestyle by. So Mm -hmm. maybe being conscious of those values and Mm -hmm. taking some time to reflect on what is really important to me personally, what are some personal values, and then using that to kind of lead yourself when you are looking at the company values for the position that you're applying for to see if they, if they align. If you as a job seeker haven't identified what you're looking for in a company or thought about a time when you were the most successful or felt the most impactful or part of that team, you know, you might not be able to define it, but if you go back to that feeling and then you back up and ask yourself, ask yourself questions like, okay, what, what was that really? You know, is it empowerment? You know, I mean, hopefully we're going to have, you know, uh, kind of lots of, we call it kind of the Miss America complex. No one's going to come out and say, we're a horrible company to work for. We're totally crooked as a dog's hind leg. I mean, no one's going to say that, right? They're hopefully all going to talk about integrity. They're going to all talk about honesty, you know, but are they talking about leadership qualities that are attractive to you as the job seeker? You know, again, empowerment is something I'm, I'm very passionate about, growth and development. Is that part of the company's culture to where they really want to educate and grow from within? Well, then they're going to tout that. And so I think that, you know, what we were talking about, Shelly, is that if you haven't defined what you want as a job seeker, it doesn't have to be a lot, maybe two or three things are just not negotiable, you know, so then you know what questions to ask during that interview um, and everything else you find might be a bonus. I was going to say one of the reasons that's important, um, you know, understanding what your personal values are to align with the company values is because if you're not doing that, then once you accept a position and you are with that company for several weeks or several months, if you hadn't taken that into consideration, you may then realize, you know, this does not align with my values. Right. And you, you know, you've wasted some of your time, some of the organization's time. It may, it may kind of give you a different perspective than you might've had, had you done that research beforehand. Well, and we talked about, you know, the culture is, is, you know, how our associates breathe our brand and how they live it. So, you know, we also talked about like, you know, Shell and I also aren't fans of like culture fit. We want it to be, you're, you're going to be a culture addition or an enhancement because once you're in, you have now put, you're part of the recipe. You know, you're folded in, you're blended in, and now you're, you're part of living that culture. And so I know that sometimes we know when, you know, when we see people that aren't really, you know, aligned with the culture. So I think alignment is, is really a key word to focus on too. 
Yeah, that's uh, Nicole. You just actually spoke to it. I was going to steal Shelly's quote that uh, she said <laughs> to about uh, <laughs> making sure that they're an addition, not fitting a piece uh, yeah. into that company culture. So I'm glad you actually uh, touched base on that. That was the next word. So, okay, we, we kind of quickly touched base on looking at the website to try to define what the company culture is. Now, there are other outlets that we can look at, uh, such as like social media and uh, review pages, such as Glassdoor. Can you kind of shed some light on how that plays a part into defining your company culture? Are you, are you speaking in terms of like the job seeker looking? Yeah, as the job seeker looking and then what you project into the masses. So for a job seeker, again, you're not, this is, pr- this is prior to you interviewing. It's prior to you being a part team. So the only way that you're really going to be able to understand what the culture is, is to do some research, you know, resources, everything is on social media now. And if the company that you're applying for, they have this great company culture page on their website, but it's crickets when you're out there and on social media, trying to understand a little bit more about them or the feedback from their employees or the engagement that they have socially, if you're seeing nothing, well, then that might not demonstrate that they are uh, you know, walking the talk, so to speak, that they're not only predicting that their culture is X, Y, Z on their webpage, but, but making it happen in real time. So, you know, establish some relationships. If you've got a network of people, ask for feedback, touch base with your connections, um, ask them questions about what it's like having worked for that company or if they like it. Um, same with, you know, clients or customers that maybe have been involved with that company. Um, and then like, Glassdoor reviews. You can go on Glassdoor, see if any if any of the um, current employees ha- or past employees have have written any reviews. I know Olympus. We're big on that. We love to do surveys. We love to ask um, our employees, "Hey, tell us more. We want to know how we can perfect your experience. We want to make sure that you're happy, um, but we also want you to." everyone that you love what you're doing and, and who you're with. So we encourage Glassdoor reviews. You know, I mean, there's a lot of resources online these days that you can just stalk away, look touch on Facebook as you can and look and looked on LinkedIn, go to this person's page and this person's page, and you'll end up really getting a good feel for what the culture is really like. If you take some time to dig through. I just want to touch base too, and then share shed some light on what Glassdoor is for anybody that doesn't know, but it is a website that former employees or current employees can leave reviews about the organization that they're with. They can do it anonymously and the organization doesn't really have control over it where they can like remove like Google reviews, for example, or anything of that sort. Um, so if you've never heard of it before and you're looking for a job, that might be another tool to use to look up company culture. Now let's get to an interview because this is really where you've made the uh, effort. You got to the seat. You're, you're sitting down with individuals. Uh, how do you talk about culture during the interview uh, how do you prepare yourself as the job seeker and as the interviewer? Do you, and do you expect prospect to bring it up? Or do you, does, does that say something about them? I don't expect it because it's not common, but I love it when somebody does bring up culture because it, it is so important to me. It is so important to the organization I'm a part of that when somebody, when someone brings up culture and they're conscious of what it is and why it matters to them, it, you I get a little, I get a little excited, you know, because it's, it's important for an, for an employer. I think that asking questions during the interview process is helpful to understand how important culture might be to your, 
you know, your possible new hire and maybe just flat out asking what is company culture to you? How to, how much does that matter? And then on the flip side with um, interviewees, if you're interviewing for a position and you've done all of your research and you know that an attractive company culture for this company that you're applying for is fun. Well, you might want to ask that employer, how do you create a fun work environment? And that person should be able to articulate to you how they're making that present. So let's say somebody does all their research. They find out that, hey, this company's values align with mine. Their culture is outstanding. Would you like to see that on a, a resume, like tailor a resume to really share those same traits? Would that stand off the page? I don't, I would only do that if that truly is authentic to that candidate. I mean, you know, if they take a look, you know, if they take a look at that and, you know, like I've seen, you know, like the, the top five Gallup strengths going across, you know, people's, you know, um, top of people's resumes or their core values. So I think that if it's, if it's a true authentic alignment, I think that it would be, it wouldn't hurt. Um, But don't, again, don't be someone that you're not. I think similar you know, to, to what Shelly said, too many times, either we're in a desperate situation or they're in a desperate situation just to have a J-O-B. And that is just a shortcut to a long headache, as I've said for a long time. And so I think that, you know, sometimes we get in a position to where we, it's good enough. And so if you haven't identified those two to three non-negotiables on both sides and what characteristics you're looking for, you might make the wrong choice, either the job seeker, you know, or the one interviewing, because it's a selection process on both sides. So similar to what, you know, Shelly does, I set the expectation on the front end and I, I do want to make sure that I'll tell them at the very beginning, I want to give you an opportunity to ask as many questions of me as you need to. So we're going to put time aside at the end of the interview for that. And I am interested in culture and I want to talk about culture because I want to set that expectation up front that this is a company that is focusing on this part of our culture. And so we'll talk very openly and candidly about it. I totally, again, echo what Shelly said. I would love for someone to bring it up to me that they, as far as what they saw on our website or what they're looking for, what they've heard, I, that is just kind of the minority right now of candidates doing that. But if they can't, as, as uh, employers, if they can't spout it off like that, then they're not really living it. And I think that you need to also, as a job seeker, if you really are saying, hey, these two or three things I saw on the website, they they care about this. If, if that person interviewing you can't articulate that, then they aren't living it. So I would just also make sure that you're you're ready to ask those types of questions. Well, this is a good question to follow that up, Nicole. Shannon asked, would an appropriate question during the interview be, what actions has your company taken to align with the mission and vision? Sure. I think that's, I think if, so one that shows that Shannon's looking at my mission and my vision. Okay. So Shannon's Mm -hmm. taking a look. Um, It hasn't deterred her. She hasn't run away from the interview or canceled it. So, um, so she's, she's asking us what actions we've taken and truly that, that just shows you know, that company's character, are, are are they just words on a website or are they things we're living and breathing and doing? And that's that, that embodiment, that breathing, that's the culture. And so I think that's another quick way to see if, if they're really living what they're saying that they are living. And it also shows um, that, you, that that's something that's key and important to you as a, as a job seeker. So you're immediately letting your Employ, possible employer know, hey, this was so much on my mind while I was looking at your website and is something that is um, so important to me to match with my personal values that I want to have a conversation about it. Absolutely. Now, have you noticed or have you seen in the past uh, a disconnect maybe between like a corporate company culture and a culture 
uh, within that organization on site. Now they're they're living two separate lives basically. They're doing two separate tasks. They have different sets of responsibilities. Has that ever been the case where there's a completely different culture shock over here and what the corporate culture is trying to portray is something completely different? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> 1,000%. <laughs> yes, yes. That's why we're having these calls. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's about the, it's that disconnect. And so again, you, you know, it, it's that Miss America complex, like the corporate office is saying, here's what we've identified. Here's what we want to focus on. Go do it. But they might not be living it or coaching it or ensuring that it's going. And, and it's just that common thread between everyone in the company. And then turnover happens. And that's just, a, you have to learn how to be consistent with change because really change is the only consistent we have. So you have to be able to, again, articulate that and then go back and reinforce it and do it again and again and again. And I think that's when the, the divide continues is when someone has defined it and expects someone else to execute it. We see it all the time. And also when and if there is a key component, a leader or otherwise who is not embodying the company culture in turn not demonstrating that through their leadership style, that can drastically affect the disconnection between like being, you know, being in corporate on corporate side and being on the on-site side. So um, part of company culture is sure that that it is understood and that everyone is on the same playing field in terms of wanting to teach that culture to the rest of the employees that come on board, whether it's, you know, a new leasing consultant or it is a new business manager or regional manager. So it's being present and it's having communication. And I think that there's oftentimes a disconnect in communication from upper management or from corporate to the onsite side. And so you know, that connection needs to kind of like be a little bit more kind of conducive to each other. I actually had, I'm going to give an example. I had a manager um, at one point tell me that she loves Olympus because regional managers, um, HR team members, and other leaders visit on site to visit on site. Whereas other management companies that she's been a part of before, if a regional manager or an HR representative were to come on site, you're in trouble. Two very different things. And so if you have a positive culture and it comes from the top down, then then everyone can feel that from the leaders to, you know, your on-site teams. But, but make no mistake, though, you are showing as a corporate associate and as a site associate, but talking more about the disconnect between corporate and site, Make no mistake, you are showing them what your culture is every single day. Whether right. your intention matches your execution, it doesn't matter. You are showing them. And so if you're whatever you're living is the culture, because again, it's it's not transactional. It's not your it's not your NOI. It's it's how you represent your brand. So it's it's a it's everyone's responsibility. And I, I think just like you know, somebody in their career always wanting to evolve, I think company culture is always evolving as well. Yeah. You need to continuously try to make the, the positive strides forward to set the best example and make sure that your leadership and your teams and everybody is on board with that. I, I do have like a, a little bit of a, a question about maybe rebranding company culture um, or reinforcing a, an existing brand for people that are joining your team. I've seen organizations try to rebrand because it takes a, it takes a second, right, to uh, destroy company culture. Uh, and it takes a, a lifetime to build it up. 
what do you what are your thoughts on it? I would say that it starts with a step and, and rebranding is, is sometimes it's something just as small as again going back and redefining. Do you feel like you're comfortable with the core values that you're you're putting out there? But I, I would go back and look at all of your touch points um, and how similar to what Shelly said, I, I we've all heard that talking about the regional managers going on site. And so I, I will also say, like, for instance, as a, a newer regional VP in, in companies I've worked in the past, it was, you know, it was hard for associates to understand that I was just asking questions. I was just coming out. I was just talking to them because of how the patterns have been in the past, maybe with previous people. And that's that's that's, um, you know, kind of career wide. And so I think it's it, it's really true. If you're going to rebrand, you know, it starts with a step and tomorrow's a new day. So if you if you really want to take a look at yourself and your company and say, how can we project something um, differently? You know, because, again, no one intends to do a bad job. No one intends to wake up and say, gosh, I hope I just suck today. You know, hopefully. <laughs> but it just again, you're but you're putting something out there. So do you know what you're putting out there? So I think that's the first step for rebranding. And then really having people hold you accountable to it. It's another measurement, just like anything else. And so if you are, you know, I was laughing when Shelly was said, we, we really ask our associates what they want. I think that's beautiful. I think that's fantastic. We ask our residents what they want. We survey them all the time, right? Just, does it mean that every single one of the comments is, is gospel? No, but there could be a common thread and that's what we're looking for. So I don't know why we wouldn't ask our associates the same questions and just look for that common thread. And just every day, it's consistency and build that consistency. A lot of it also starts from the from the beginning, you know, from interview <laughs> process, from recruiting and hiring. If you're not elevating your culture through your branding, through the hiring process, through the interview process and the hiring process, then you're not setting the right stage and the right expectation for that person who will potentially be an employee, <clears throat> excuse me, to understand what your culture is. You have to project it from the very beginning so that they can be involved from the very first step, as you were saying as well. So that's not as much rebranding as it is just kind of elevating um, your brand and making sure that everybody that's coming in that's new to your teams get a feeling for the um, culture from the get-go. I want to mention this because we are here with the Texas Apartment Association's Education Foundation, and we have an amazing industry, and we have amazing apartment associations that we're involved with that offer, you know, educational courses and learn about legislative uh, initiatives within our organization. How is being involved in the associations part of your culture, if it is? Um, And I would like to just quickly hear from Shelly and Nicole as well on uh, getting involved in the associations. Well, having been um, on the vendor side and having been in multifamily for as long as I have, and I have been personally involved with the um, Texas Department Association and the local associations, as are many of our team members across the nation, it's very important. I mean, it's it's a great way to continue to network um, within your industry, grow, learn, be more educated, and have resources um, through the Texas Department Association, such as this, where you're having an opportunity to engage. Yeah. And I would echo those sentiments. And I would also say, remember, you know, I, I and I've been I've been blessed to, to serve the apartment association for quite some time. And I love to to watch the culture come to life at every single meeting. And I watch every I watch everyone. I mean, I'm a people watcher. And so it's like as I see the representatives of those companies at every single meeting at every single you know event, it helps me to shape what I feel their culture is at, at their company. And I and I, and I think that other associates are doing the same thing. So I also feel like that networking opportunity is our best way 
to for free advertising, you know, because we are we are walking, talking billboards for our for our company. So, um, so I would say being involved has so many um, fantastic things that come along with it. But but I think networking and and helping to share ideas just like this is is paramount right now. I, I just want to add too. I think your organizations are uh, are super lucky to have individuals such as yourselves to be part of them and representing them as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time today and the um, mass amount of information. Next week, we're going to be talking about job descriptions with Sarah Fox from VG. So join us then. Thanks, everybody.